What's up? It's Ben Sheffield here with Call Me Creative. Oh, wait, there is somebody else with me. It's Mike. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. You sound like Kermit there for a second. Yeah. Little, mm, Kermit the Frog. Little Kermit, a little bit of a neighbor I have back home. A little Just bit of, um, of uh, oh man, I'm blanking on his name, country music star. Luke Bryan. Luke. Mm, country girl. Mm. <laughs> Shake it for me, mm, girl. Shake it for mm. me. You ever listen? We did a lyric breakdown of that one time in a class. We had a guy who did a presentation and he the talked one about, about catfish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about catfish. It's, yeah. it's real funny because he's, he has the slime where he's trying to pick up the girl and it's something about, you know, Hop on my daddy's green tractor. I was like, nothing's hotter than daddy's green tractor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Another song. Ride on my big green tractor. What a what great a, euphemism. What a hit. <laughs> <laughs> euphemism all day. Anyway, welcome to the Call Me Creative podcast. It is... I already did that. Already a new year. Me. I'm aware. I'm a, I know. Uh, new year. Uh, same us. New year. Same We're here. Us. Well, I mean, we've had one episode since the new year. Hope everybody else's is going great. Yeah. How's how's it started off for you so far? Uh, I think I'm uh, I'm in a more positive mindset at work lately. It's finally nice, gotten to dude. where I'm just letting it fly, dude. I don't nice. care. I'm not getting mad. I'm chill. Yeah, I'm grateful to be here. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you weren't watching video, I stuck my tongue out, kind of rolled my eyes. Yeah, that was cute. That was cute. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like a, I've seen memes like that. You know, I, <laughs> you should say purr when you do that again. Do it again. <laughs> what? What? What did you say to me? Say? I said purr. Purr. Like, do you want me to purr? Or do no, I say no, no, like you say purr. Purr. If people say that? I don't know. You, you're making stuff up. I'm just making stuff up, I'll be honest with you. I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of. I, I thought that was like a meme or something. You just want me to it say it. It is. It's like, or, like when you say kink. period. <laughs> like people, like girls will say like, mm, period. You know you, that thing? Who says purr? <laughs> That's a that's like a thing. Girls are saying purr. They yeah, say like, slay a lot. The other day I sent a video to one. I, say, uh, purr. I see a vi- I can't do it. Oh, the Cardi B thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I sent. <laughs> you loser. I sent a video to my intern the other day, and she uh, sent back, "Oh, you slayed." <laughs> I was like, "Yes, I slay." The millennials yeah. love me. Wait, I'm a millennial. What are they? Gen Z. Gen Z. The Zers. The Zoomies. <laughs> the Zoomies. <laughs> the Zoom Squad. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, so you're happier at work. That's no. Good yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm happier. I think I'm like a little more chill. You know, I'm just. I was so aggro for a little while, and now I'm yeah. like just letting. It and f- your content's looking great. You, we t- there's a video that you shot that like looks like a Netflix. Well, doc. I, I think it's working out because like they're not nobody's telling me what to do lately, and I'm just literally going around and being like, what can I do? And I'm coming up with some cool stuff because nobody's making me do anything right now. <laughs> I think that's why I'm actually making good stuff because I'm just like. I'm not, not my own boss, but I mean, it's just like, hey, Ben, come up with some ideas or like whatever you want to do, you know? And after I proved that like I did a couple things good and they did well, now they're like, okay, yeah, just do what you want to do. So now it's it's going pretty well. Well, I went into my... Uh, That's superior- also tough though sometimes because, you know, I get into work and I'm like, what do I do? And from like eight to 12, I'm just sitting there like trying to think of something. Yeah. my <laughs> I went into my superior's office this past week and I was like, hey, how do you... Superior. Yeah, superior. I was like, how do you like this uh, presentation that I've been putting together each week? And he was like, I'm going to be honest with you. I have not looked at the notes one time. And I was like, cool. I was looking for direction. He was like, hey, you know what you're doing. So as long as it yeah. looks good, just do whatever you want. So that was pretty, you know, 
that's been kind of how we've run any anyway. People are just like, I don't know what you do, so just do what you want. Do it. Yeah. Well. But then the 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 back the, br- the backside the downside. Mm. <laughs> that is the ba- something. The, the backside. backside of that. Yeah. The downside of that. Downside and the backside of that is that you know they're not looking at your stuff so like nobody's praising you then because <laughs> nobody's like <laughs> yeah no, no one's patting me on the back enough yeah because nobody's even nobody even knows what you're doing i did have um multiple so people seeing it multiple people today noticed that i haven't been on stage in a while they made comments about having i haven't played guitar or anything they're like uh we miss seeing you up there in your little uh white adidas and your little skinny jeans <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say that but they said they missed me playing guitar which was nice it's nice, nice to be missed you know it is. I haven't played in a couple months. I mean, I've played, just not. I haven't played live, but you need to. Yeah, I need to. I'm starting to get rusty. Yeah, you don't want to get rusty. No, you got to get those swells back in. Hey, um, tie this in. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just talking about. You know, people are like not giving me feedback, or they say, "Hey, you know what you're doing, just do it." Can I give you a gripe about um, working in media, real quick? Give me that gripe. The, here's my heard it from the here's heard it my, through the gripe vine. Hey, this is what really just gets <laughs> on my nerves. Okay, is yeah. how you spent years going and getting an education in the degree to work in media. Yeah, you have years of experience while in school, before school, whatever it may be. After school, after school, you know, <laughs> whatever. After school, and, after school program. Yeah, after school programming experience <laughs> and. You you sit in your big boy office and you want to make art. You want to make content, and instead you have someone send you an email about fixing a printer in another building. Hmm. I don't. I barely know how to use the computer that I own, let alone a Canon printer or yeah. a copier. That's happened multiple times. Where I think on my paycheck it actually says like slash it. Which I, that doesn't make any sense because I know nothing about networking or you're gonna, IT stuff. You're gonna learn, boy. Yeah, every time I've just said you need to call someone who knows what we're talking about. I'm just here. It, That's my say, gripe. Uh, have you tried turning it off and turning it back? That's on? usually what solves the problem. <laughs> I could have gotten an IT degree and made way more yeah. money just doing that. That's why they think that you're the IT guy because you keep fixing stuff. You keep doing it right. That's the problem. I've I've gotten to the point where you're like. You know when you're like so lazy that you don't want to do the work, so uh, yeah, instead, I, I mean, yeah, but you you don't really just want to help them, so I just go, I don't know how to do it. Yeah, and then they go, well, I guess we're stuck. I'm like, yes, you are. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing too with just like this kind uh, this type of field of jobs is that um, you do get lumped in with other things, and especially when you're starting out. Like when I was an intern. Um, you know, working for the uh, the baseball team when I first started, I don't think I picked up a camera for the first few months, and I was like, "What my internship?" Internships are different though because that they really just want you to do whatever as an intern. But I was like, I was supposed to be the photo media intern, and I was sitting there like putting together tables and stuff for like the first two months, and I was like, "When is, you know, when am I gonna get to make anything?" Um, but then now, even past that, like actually a um, job, job, not an internship. Internship makes more sense. You have to do stuff like that. I feel like. Because it's just like all hands on deck. Like we just need you to do. You're stuff. free labor. Yeah, you're just. They'll, they'll put you to use. Uh, yeah, they just make you do whatever they need you to do. But even now, like with my new my job that I currently have, not too long ago, like a month or two ago, I was working the box office, and I never worked the box office. I remember before. that. I've never like worked with like system or anything, and there was people coming in, and I couldn't figure out how to print the tickets out for the concert they were going to, and I was just like, 
just show the guy at the door the receipt and uh, they'll let you in. I had no idea if they would. I was just like, I can't figure it. I think there's something wrong with the printer. And so I was just like, just show them the receipt up there. They'll let you in. And nobody came back to me, so I assume it worked. Speaking of the worst <laughs> ticket experience I've ever had. So over uh, the holidays. Taylor Swift coming at me with dude, Ticketmaster Grace. Listen, you want to talk about a, a poo-poo of a marketing thing. Um, no, my brother and I went to a bowl game of our uh, shared uh, alma mater, mm. as some would say. Anyway, we went to a bowl game um, at the end of the year last year, and uh, it was the worst, I, I, the, the worst experience I've ever had trying to get into a stadium. Because Just trying to get in, yeah, it was awful. It took. We were in line probably for forty-five minutes to an hour. Mm. Um, there was no directions, nothing. At one point, there were two. This is what happened. They only had like two security people at each ends doing the entire like scanning people in. So how many people are at this game? There's probably about third twenty thirty thousand. Jeez, and only two people. Were... Two people at each gate, and there were only two <laughs> gates open on our side. Yeah, that's crazy. And um, what happened is like the lines, no one was clear on where to go or what to do, and um, people were getting unruly because mm-hmm. everybody had been drinking before the game. Of course, you know whatever. Duh. And um, you know. It, it, the game it was getting close to started the game mm-hmm. we actually missed the first like six minutes of the first quarter because they couldn't get people in fast enough but what was hilarious is like people were getting unruly so they started like it was one line and they started making like multiple lines and it went from one line to just a crowd of people huddling over this mm. gate entrance and they sent a cop out there <laughs> and she was like no more people in this line and basically everyone was like F you we pay for tickets like <laughs> we don't care and um, they well, got through the gate. Well, but well, I, f- I feel for those people. I had to. I had to. <laughs> I d- it, the whole city was not prepared. Yeah. We we were in we were in Birmingham, not Birmingham. We were in uh, Montgomery. Yeah. And it was probably the worst. That's like literally the streets of Montgomery. There was nothing else going on. The this streets is the, this of Montgomery. Is, this what is a great the country song title. Yeah. Check out Ben's new single this month. Streets of Montgomery, catfish. <laughs> there was no <laughs> featuring Luke Bryan. There was no other. Um, there was no other event going on in yeah. the city, so like, this is the only thing. And they still found a way to mess it up. Yeah. Also, they because people were upset, they went to go drink their problems away. Of course. And we ran out of alcohol before uh, halftime. Oh no. So, but what people were doing is they started doing a loaves and fishes type thing, and what happened <laughs> is people actually a guy like dude, what, dude, some guy came out. No, what happened is they people were buying like eight or nine like beers at a time. Yeah. But the concession stands, they were just giving them like the twelve pack case and putting ice in it. And then when people in the stadium found out that the beer was sold out, people were selling beer to other people in the stands because they had bought access. <laughs> Is that legal? I don't know. I don't really care. I don't think I don't know who was going to stop them. You're, I mean, you're just buying ice. Can I, I just get some ice? Can I just get some ice, dude. And by the way, the game turned out. You definitely need a swig. It was it was rough. There was all. It's a really old stadium too. Because so. it's hot. Are you just meaning because it was stressful? It was just a bad, bad game, bad for offense for it was. Yeah, it was bad. Your team, yeah. Okay. But um. Anyway, yeah, hate ticketing. When, hate when that happens. But yeah. I'm just saying, you know, I, I had a small experience in the ticket stuff, but like that was a very small event compared to that. And I was stressed out then, so like I feel for those people that had to run like a big operation because it can be stressful. Can and you be? Can you imagine being t- uh, Ticketmaster? When those tickets came out for the Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift thing, I you know I didn't read into all that except for the fact that like 
People are just couldn't buy tickets, right? That's the whole like real shit. By the way, Ben's taking this thing so serious that he's just eating in the middle of a of a audio based. Can you guys production. hear me eating Skittles? I've tried to be quiet about it. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You <laughs> <laughs> ASMR featuring um, Ben Sheffield. Um, but yeah, right. The Ticketmaster with her like they just people just couldn't buy tickets. I mean, they saw it out. They, they over they the overloaded the site, yeah. so they had to shut down. Right, is what I understood. Yeah. Can you imagine? Dude, you got to think her sales team was probably like because stoked, uh, She was mad because Ticketmaster was like, yeah, we got it covered, and then they screwed up. Yeah, but like, what a great selling point for a tour, though. This tour is going to be so amazing that we broke ticket companies' website and app. But then it's like, did people, did they even sell out of the thing because people just couldn't buy tickets? Like, did it, did it stop before people could even sell out the concert? That I don't know. You know, I don't I mean, know how quickly it, it, it all I mean, got. I'm sure it sold out in like a second for her, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's got to be the easiest gig to like promote if you somehow get on Taylor Swift's team for a... Well, isn't her whole shtick like... And I'm speaking possibly out of turn for some Swifties out there. I don't want to, you know, hurt anybody's feelings here, but doesn't she have like a thing where like you have to be like a fan of hers to like buy a ticket to the concert? How are they going to determine that? That you like follow her on this and do this, that, and the other, or like subscribe to some kind of mailing list or whatever beforehand. They like buy tickets. I'm sure it's like a waiting list sort of thing, anyways. Maybe for like VIP or something. I think just to even buy. A Probably because they don't want scalpers. I'm telling you, dude. Tickets. She doesn't want fake fans. No fake fans here. She wants the real deal. Yeah. Die hard switches. Because you know what? If you're a fake fan and you try to buy tickets, mm-hmm. I only got I got one thing to say to you. Baby, now we got bad blood. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> More like, baby, now we got bad seats. I'm in the nosebleeds. <laughs> I can't see the show. <laughs> Bring some tissues because um, you're going to need them. Yeah. Uh, is Katy Perry opening up on this tour? <laughs> Give me a break. Uh, oh my gosh, dude! John be, Mayer, some bad blood. Yeah, John Mayer and Katy Perry open up for Taylor Swift. <laughs> a little bit of bad blood. Well, didn't Katy Perry and Taylor Swift actually? I'm gonna be sub- honest. I, subdue the. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna catch some flag here. I cannot. I'm not a big. I'm not a big Swifty. Well, who's a, who's a big Katy Perry fan? Have you ever met one? I mean, not really. Yeah. Uh, Matt Tyson at one point. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Um. Yeah. That's, I, a, that's a deep cut. If you don't, if yeah, you know what that nobody's is, nobody's gonna get that one. They're not gonna um, get that. One. No, I mean, I feel like she doesn't have the diehards like Taylor Swift does. Yeah, I don't... You know. Yeah. Katy Perry's kind of like Lady Gaga. It's just like people are fans of them, but probably just generally like... Well, they has like, she put anything out you know, new recently? Katy Perry? Yeah. Uh, Teenage Dream? <laughs> no, I mean... Roar, Roar was the last thing that I even that I saw. No, she had that song a few years ago. It was like, just because it's over doesn't mean it's really over. And if you think it over, maybe you'll be coming over again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember oh, that one? Yeah, that one, I know. It had a cool harmony bit. That's because it's over, doesn't it? Yeah, she had, a, she had a couple in like 2016, 2017. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah, it's not It's not any uh, It wasn't Sob Rock. It wasn't Sob Rock. It definitely wasn't Sob Rock, dude. You got to think, is he going on tour? John Mayer announced that he's got he's an announcement making this yeah, week. Yeah, announced something for next week, and I'm just like, go ahead and tell me, Dad, because I got to buy the tickets. Well, when he posted it on his Facebook thing, he had the little ticket emoji. I know, and he had it on Instagram, too. Did he? The ticket emoji. Yeah. I didn't see the ticket. And well, I'm just like, uh, if it's something I have to buy, tell me right now, right because now, I got to take out a savings. Ben, Ben's a simp for... Um, how, well, let's put it this way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ben, I'll, I'll bleep this. Ben's a <laughs> for... <laughs> 
for anything John Mayer, Elvis Presley uh, paraphernalia. Yeah. Drug, <laughs> drug or non-drug <laughs> not, paraphernalia. Not, uh, I think memorabilia is... Both. Memorabilia, paraphernalia, whatever. Paraphernalia is drugs, right? Like, it's specifically it, drugs. I mean, not... I mean, it's equipment that you use to... To ingest drugs to, to do the drugs to do the drugs yeah if you can't tell we're just two drug <laughs> junkies right here hey one we time we know a lot about drugs one, one time well, you know no guys that actually do drugs are like hey do you have that paraphernalia <laughs> I bought <laughs> Merry Christmas I got you some paraphernalia hey man you got the paraphernalia yeah dude guys like that don't know that they don't know the big word like paraphernalia um, one time when I was working at my old job at the grocery store druggies don't have good vocabulary yeah don't do drugs because you can't read or spell or talk. Um, I at my old job at the grocery store way back in, way back when. Grocery time, store. I was yeah. out. I'm telling which one you worked for, bro. Uh, here we go. Back when I worked for a uh, Kroger. Uh, more like ogre. Shrek. <laughs> Gross. Get Ew. out of my swamp. <laughs> Don't get. Um, Just I because this ogre doesn't mean it's really ogre. That's the, call, that's the Katy back. Perry parody song. <laughs> call back. Call back to 30 seconds ago. Um, one time I was in the I was in the back in the cooler because yeah. I worked in produce. And uh, I was talking to a coworker. And we were just making up stuff, whatever. I thought and I say we were just making out. <laughs> <laughs> we were just making out in the produce. Well, that was the other thing we were, yeah. What? Dude, swapping t- paraphernalia. Once, oh, yeah, we were swapping paraphernalia in the back room. That's a, that's a euphemism for, um, for another day. Anyway, so we were we were talking about whatever. I think we were closing, mm-hmm. and I was just going on and on and on. Anyway, uh. and I made some like offhand joke about yeah, yeah. You need a spoon to heat up some black tar heroin. <laughs> Turned around, one of our store managers was directly right behind me, who had no context for the rest of the conversation. So all he heard when he walked in was yeah, you need to heat up a spoon for that black tar heroin. And I just turned around and I was like. Up, dude. I think I've been there maybe a couple months. And he was just like, Michael, we need to have a talk in my office. But let's be honest. I, I worked there for a year and a half. That was by far the least offensive or troubling <laughs> thing that was done or said in that store. I just have one thing to share with you guys. When you buy fruit, wash that stuff. Wash that fruit. Bro, I ate some grapes the other week without washing nope, it first. Nope. Wash that fruit. Wash them veggies. I know. I'm, I'm better about it now. I, I was lazy. I just went ahead and ate them, and I shouldn't have. I shouldn't no. have because little grubby fingers like yours were rubbing all over them. They were. Kroger. I got yelled at one time by a lady because well, I got yelled at all the time. Yeah, because of your um, stature. Yeah, and race. I got. T- <laughs> I had a black lady hit on me one time at the cash register. Not she hit, called me, hit on you or hit you. No, hit on me. Oh, nice. I was I was on my break, and <laughs> she looked at me, and she called me a, a tall glass of water, and I haven't forgot that to this day. Yeah. That one sits in my mind for the rest of my life. More like a tall glass of milk. <laughs> Yuck. Uh, maybe like translucent milk. I don't know. Um, cut this. Cut, cut this. The, cut the, cut this. This, is, this isn't worth it. Um, no, she. Uh, that was one time. I one time. Um, I <laughs> I become kind of like a sales lead at one point. Because they, they wanted to make me, like, they want to keep pushing me in manage. They do. They tried so hard to make me drop out of college. Dude, you don't need college if you're in the Kroger 
You, do you have the Kroger mindset, bro? Do what? you know the three Ks of Kroger? <laughs> the three Ks of Kroger. Oh. Let's see. Uh, uh, kindness. Don't put that on the screen. <laughs> Too late. Let's clip that three one. Ks the three Ks of Kroger. Do you know the three Ks of Kroger? Kindness. <laughs> caring. <laughs> Kroger. Uh, Kroger. <laughs> Oh, oh gosh yeah, yeah. Oops. we tried using kkk but that was already taken so we're gonna call we did have the three c's ironically enough there was really? a three c's the three c's it, oh, that, they started with three k's they're like no 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 we can't do it we can't do it, we can't do it. <laughs> what? i'm trying to remember what it was it didn't look good on paper it doesn't look shoot good. it was it was the, yeah the, we had the three c's three or four c's it was something like that anyway <laughs> it changes it, it changed it, it there was so much change this is a this has nothing to do with me but we're gonna get they tried to get me to do an internship with ktv which is like their broadcast thing kroger tv yeah so they wanted me to move to they kept trying to get me like that's what that was their sales pitch they were like you should like drop out of college because like you're doing video right and i was like yeah they're like you should drop out of college and go into assistant management and i was like no did they literally say drop out of college they they convinced one guy to there's a guy who was going to college to go like a business degree and he they got him to drop out and he he was the he had one more semester of law school and then they got him to drop <laughs> well, out he, he became the meat and seafood manager mm. good for him well but his parents are proud i'm sure they are um i wonder how he's doing i hadn't seen him in a long time anyway but uh yeah there was one thing that happened while i was there was uh if you got like if you got like customer feedback, like um, oh, I'm trying to remember. What I, it's been so long. It's been like three years since I've worked there, so I hadn't. It's been that also there. wasn't a dig, by the way. If you're a meat and seafood manager out there, yeah, we we, we support are proud you. of you. Yeah, and I like meat we support. And I like seafood. Yeah, of course you do. Um, favorite seafood? Go shrimp. Yeah, same. Yeah, that's a very white guy answer. <laughs> Tilapia, shrimp, salmon, mahi 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 mahi. <laughs> Mahi Mahi You can get down in the Mahi Mahi <laughs> Luke, Luke Bryan goes uh, Luke Bryan does your sushi commercial <laughs> Luke, Luke Bryan make, Instead of catfish he goes Mahi Mahi He does like a full like red lobster commercial <laughs> You can get down in the Mahi Mahi Shrimp feast or the Admiral's feast <laughs> Ultimate feast Two for twenty four Shrimp your way you can get the scampi Or the proud of the grill Or the skewer <laughs> Oh my gosh! Anyway, yeah, this is getting out of hand. It's getting out of hand. They mm. they kept um. If you got a certain amount of feedback cards, you could get a red shirt. And I was like two things away from getting a red shirt. Red shirt took, freshman at Kroger. And they took that away. <laughs> red shirt freshman. I've been training. I'm watching. Uh no, I mean what what was KTV like? It was just like because this is kind of media. We're going back to media here. Yeah, we're, we're assuming. Um, we'll was it like the stuff with their social media? It wasn't. No, it was internal. It was like internal communications, oh, you'd be making so like training, fun, like instruction videos, like the training. You know the training video where it's the guy where he's like he's at the the station cutting the meat, and the guy walks up and he goes, "I want that," and he's like, "Is it still hot outside? <laughs> Have you had the lasagna? That's my favorite." What? You not seen that one? No. All right, here's a clip. Try asking a question the guest can answer in a sentence or two. You might ask something like this. Is it still hot out there? Or this. Did you catch a game last night? Or this. Have you tried the lasagna? It's my favorite. Uh, there you go. That's the clip. Okay. It's funny. I'm I actually need to watch this after the pod. 
No, I'll show it to you right now. I'll pull it up. Let's see. This by, is, by my time. This isn't good pod information. Um, but you know, uh, fun fact: I've never worked uh, anywhere like uh, retail or anything like that, or a grocery store. So, I imagine it'd be pretty stressful for my personality, and I'm not that great with people. I feel like so. Thank God I can be a videographer and kind of just not really talk that much. Here we go. Have you tried the lasagna? It's my favorite. Did you catch a game last night? Is it still hot out there? What's the guy ignoring him? Sundays? What's happening? <laughs> this is, a is it video. supposed to show you not to do that? No, that's like how to address customers. That's a training video. My favorite. But the line, guy's not talking back to him. I know. They, they it's the way they cut it up. Uh, His the line the okay. line he has, <laughs> the line he says is, is, um, do you like hot fudge Sundays? And one of my favorite comments is, I don't think that means the same thing that we think it means. <laughs> I like that. Is it still hot outside? <laughs> Is it still hot outside, dude? Had you see the sweat beaming off of him? He was hot. He's he's a greasy boy. Well, you know, have you ever seen somebody like maybe working at a place like that and they're like sweating really profusely? And you're like, oh man, like that's gonna get in my burgie. That my was fries yeah, or my chicken sandy. My chicken sandy. Yeah. That ha- yeah. Ugh. But yeah. you know, you got to deal with it. That's whatever. what I'm saying. When you buy food. Wash well, it. and you're in the McDonald's drive-through, but you still have time to wash that burger. Yeah, but it's been like cooked. Yeah, so like it's hot, you know, and it, it burns off some of the germs. Just close your eyes, eat in the dark. Yeah, it all tastes the same in the dark. Exactly, it all gets pooped out the same. Yep. Well, depending, it does. No, KTV was like um, internal communications, so they did training videos and stuff. Um, real cutting edge. I watched them. They were great yeah i imagine they're pretty rough i mean that would just be like getting a tripod and like turning it on the room and probably boring yeah stuff. because they're hiring guys that like are like in their 60s stand that in front of a green up. screen and tell people like how to yeah pretty much yeah. or hey i'm the new owner ceo here's my little pitch to whatever yeah that'd be tough that'd be tough yeah those were some those are you know some rough days that are speaking of which, turn turn the table a little bit here Turning the tables. We're flipping the table Flipping over. the tables. Um, oh, how the turn you know, tables. Well, the Kroger guy was trying to get you to quit college and do that. Do you think you'd ever quit? Well, we might have talked about this before, but would you ever quit like your job to do just freelance? Like, Would you quit your full-time job just to do freelance video instead of having like a regular nine-to-five type job? I don't know. I think, I, I think I'm just such a creature of habit that I like having like knowing, having a schedule and knowing when I'm doing stuff. Um, yeah. Maybe yeah. like I don't know if I could fully yeah <laughs> yeah don't you, yeah you know that one um, I don't know if I could fully just go freelance the yeah. the one thing I could think of was and I wouldn't do it on myself like I'd have to go into business with like you or somebody to like work like have a production company or something yeah um, the one thing I thought about was I've seen some people do this where they they do marketing and and, and social media for multiple local businesses so like say you have you know, 10 businesses a month that you have a contract with that you take one day out of the month and go shoot a bunch of content for them. You'd spend an entire eight hour day taking photos, shooting Instagram content videos, whatever, um, edit that and get it back to them. And they charge you kind of a flat rate for the month. If you had 10 businesses a month and they were each paying you a thousand, I mean, that's 
10 grand, 100,000, I mean, 120K for the year just doing freelance. I mean, take out your 30% or whatever for taxes and stuff. But you gotta, and freelance, you got to get your own insurance. Yeah. So that, I mean, but still, you can make at least, you know, 70, 80K just doing that if you if you can get in the situation to do it. Um, I've found that people that they try to jump into freelance from the jump, they have trouble um, building like um, a reputation or you know business acumen. Yeah, but I think if you make, I think if you do start doing that stuff on the side and it right. starts you picking up, you have to up, build it up into where you're like, I think I could sustain a living. Yeah. Doing there are people this. I, there's and probably the same for you. There's people I graduated with that were like, I'm going to go into freelance. That's my right. career path. Right, right. And I was like, that's a poor, it's tough. It's a tough move, especially if you're not that great. But if they were already doing side stuff like before they graduated, maybe. but they but they weren't. Yeah, but I'm saying if they were, if they were, yeah. Um. And I mean, like, if you're getting to the point with freelance and you're doing it on the side, doing like some weddings or doing like self for businesses or whatever, and then you're getting to the point where you're turning down so much of it to do your other job because you're getting so many requests, maybe that's where you could start considering like, hey, this might be a viable way to make a living because I'm having to turn down like these people that I could be making all this money. The rule that I've heard is um, you can quit your regular job once you have, once you have enough uh, additional income that matches your salary. So if you're bringing, if you make a, you know, yeah, if you're making 60k at a corporate gig, and you're bringing in, if you're able to bring in 60k um, a year from side work and business stuff, then I think you're able to. You can well, if you're just supplement match your income. Your salary. Yeah, obviously. Right. So I think it makes it easier. I'm an easier transition to, uh, you know, shift. But to also, fully. I mean, like, if you're willing to like take that cut in the salary if you like like the freelance stuff enough that like you're willing to say hey like i'll make ten thousand dollars less probably or whatever a year but i enjoy it way more than maybe it's worth it it's not all about money here i mean i i I would i'd have to be in the right situation and know you know have some things in order um i just like the consistency of a paycheck like the same amount that helps me with like budgeting because I've become like a finance bro here in the past couple months. Well, I mean, you'll you'd still be hopefully with your freelance thing if you were doing freelance, making it. You'd have a regular enough gig with it, regular enough clients before right. you quit. That like you know you you know what you're probably gonna bring in monthly or, you know, some months you might know be like okay this is gonna be a slow month. Right. But I've made enough this first month or whatever. You gotta be disciplined. Yeah, like if you're in the wedding, you know whatever, and once fall comes around, I feel like you'll be doing a lot of weddings, you know, whereas in the summer. Yeah. Summer. Pretty certain much places. every time, but winter, winter is not a big wedding because people are getting engaged in the new year and Christmas and stuff. So yeah, winter's probably a bit slow, but I feel like fall was crazy around yeah. here. It but it's, be, it's good if you can have, if you have multiple talents, if you can do, if you can do video, graphic design, motion, photography, if you can kind of sell yourself as a lot of different things, then you can get gigs doing multiple. You don't have to just say, oh, I only do video, so I can only but, do video but gigs. I on, but I only do video. But you can do photography stuff, too. Yeah, I can do pictures. But Yeah, you can take... You'd be fine with photos. I wouldn't want to take pictures for a wedding. Me neither. But, you know. But for, like, a business or something, that would be fine. But you're, that's much more your space. Usually, when, it, when people ask me to do freelance, I'm, bu- I'm busier with other stuff going on. I have been in the past, where... I'll have I'll just throw out a, a astronomical number mm-hmm. and 
make them not pay me. So I've had people offer me to do <laughs> I had this lady one time that called me about shooting a wedding and mm-hmm. she was like, um, Hey, this, it's a couple that's getting married again. Like, like I care, like I was going to give a discount cause like it didn't work out the first time. So I guess I'm going to give mm-hmm. 50% off. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they they've were been through hard times, Micah. Yeah. And they've come through it. They come through the other side, better people. They didn't say they had a hot daughter, so it didn't really matter to me. They're, that, they're Christians, Mike. <laughs> oh, that changes everything. Um, anyways, so they, they were getting married, uh, you know, about an hour and a half away. Yeah. Anyway, so she called me and wanted to know if I'd be interested in shooting it. And this was her selling. This is one-on-one, not how to get someone to take a job. She called me and said, hey, um, the other people that I would usually call charge like fifteen hundred two grand for a, to shoot a wedding um and they can't afford that so i thought i'd contact you and see if you do it for like 800 <laughs> and i was like don't ever do that again don't call don't be like hey i these your other skills are poo poo so we assume that we can get it for eight yeah and she was like i know that you haven't shot a lot of weddings and stuff so i, I you know be for you you get experience i was like no i'm not doing that i just didn't really want to work with this person either she was a train wreck of a and then you said, "Ah, oh, it's gonna cost me forty thousand dollars to kill somebody." And they said, yeah. "What? We asked you to do a video." You said, "You told me to shoot the wedding." <laughs> These are the jokes, people. Uh, oh man, you were just on fire tonight, man. Well, I've been hydrated. Um, <laughs> opposed to any other time we've recorded. I drank a lot of water today. Congratulations. So I'm feeling good. I was well, well rested. Um, but I, I'll, I'll give you a little uh, peek into my life. Uh, my worst freelance experience. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. That juice. Give me the juicy details. The ju- give me the juice. Give me the juice. <laughs> give me the OJ Simpson. <laughs> did he do it? We don't know. Well, he wrote a book. If he did it. You know. If he did it. Um, this is how I do it if I did it. Um, no, my, my worst freelance experience that I can think about is a really odd one. It was a magician wanting a reel, like a video reel. And explain to the explain to the audience that may be listening what a reel is. <laughs> okay. I know we're in media, but yeah, yeah. A, just in a, case. A reel video would be kind of like, it's kind of like a highlight or a trailer for this guy's services, basically, and showing what his tricks are and what it would be like to book him possibly for an event or a bir- birthday party. My dog is sneezing a whole lot. Your dog has gotten so loud the past couple episodes. Um, he's getting restless. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so anyways, that's what a reel is. It's just like a short video, typically probably one to three minutes, three minutes max for like a service or something like that. Or, um, and then people that are like artists or videographers or whatever make reels for themselves, showcasing their, their work as well. Right. Yeah, I've never really made a good one, but I had to make one for a class. I think I made I, one for school, but I haven't made one in my professional career, which I should. My portfolio but, is just a bunch of video examples. I don't have a reel cut together. Yeah, that's more for like if you're in like if you're a cinematographer, like you want to put a bunch of your best right, shots, right, or right. if you do audio, you need to have kind of like a mashup so people don't have to watch the entire project. And they can show also like multiple examples, like I directed this, I filmed this, or whatever. Right. Um, it's all, but but for like in our in our industry, kind of where we are in the social media landscape, they want to see the final product to see. It's if you not really it. used as much. Yeah, these yeah. are more people that would work in film, probably. Yeah, usually. <clears throat> Anyways, so we're making this reel for this magician, and I can't remember the way that I got this gig. I think it was through somebody else that knew this guy, and they needed video, and 
I can't even remember if a price was even like solidified yet. I might have just went in this without even knowing how much I was going to get paid. Smart without business paid. move, by Ben. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> and so Cooper's getting a little Cooper bit of. Wants he wants screen time. Um, and so, uh, so I meet this guy, the manager. Okay, he's got a, an agent. This guy's not a famous magician, but he has an agent. What are you doing wrong with your life, Ben? And uh, well, he's been he was he had been on the Rachel Ray show at oh back in the early two thousands peak peak fame, <laughs> and he had done some magic in Vegas, I think, and stuff like that maybe before. But you know, we live in Georgia, so you know, he's not in the uh, probably the best place for magic anymore. But anyways, I met this guy at his apartment, the manager at the, his apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh this guy looks a lot like Howie Mandel. Hmm. Sounds like Howie Mandel a little bit, but looks a lot like Howie Was Mandel. Was it Howie Mandel <laughs> getting into <laughs> Was magic? It? Howie Mandela effect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good one, man. That was solid. I'll give you that one. That was good. Man, thank you. Thank you. Um, He's here all night, folks. <laughs> literally. I live here. Uh, no, um, so I met this guy at his apartment. The magician's not there. It was kind of weird. But he's got a sick apartment. It's like on the water, and there's like giant like pool table in his living room. He's got all this nice art and stuff. I'm like, what does this guy do for a living? He can't just be the like the agent for this tiny magician. I don't know what he does. And he he had mentioned some stuff he'd done with like rappers and stuff in the past. So he done some kind of like management or something like that. But anyways, he was like, will be here. Oh, I should probably I'll bleep it. Probably not say his name. So and so will be here. The magician will be here in just a bit. And so magician shows up and he's like, I'm hungry. Like, where's my meal? Like, I have to eat something right now. He's already acting kind of like- Magician hungry. Magician is hungry. And after this first experience with the magician, I was like, this guy's, he's got a different personality. If he was good at his job, he'd make a burger. He's got a different personality. But also this manager has a different sort of personality, right? They're both kind of these quirky characters. And I'm like, I feel like I'm filming a documentary of these two almost because I'm just like they're holding a camera and I'm like following these two little quirky guys like they should be the subject of a movie themselves and uh, every and then the magician goes into the house to get like his like leather coat or something for the to look cool doing magic he's like I gotta get my white jacket or leather jacket or something and he goes inside and the manager turns to me he's like you know he's autistic right (laughs) and I'm like what and he's like the magician, he's he's got autism, so he's doing actually pretty good for what he's going through. And I was just like, oh no, I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. I, you know, I he seems fine because they both seem quirky guys. I was like, I don't know, I'm like, whatever. But any chance this guy had, anytime the magician left the room, he's like, I mean, he has autism. He's autistic, so he's a little like. You know, maybe not socially there. I'm like, yeah, yeah, totally. It was just, he kept saying this throughout the whole entire day. He so wanted to make sure you like, knew. He has autism. Anyways, we're, we go to a restaurant. He, sent, he calls you a couple of days later. Hey, man, I just want to let you know that magician, he does have autism. <laughs> so uh, when you go to edit the video, I mean, just keep that in mind. Make sure to put that in the subtitles. <laughs> Don't even put his name when you put titles. Just have autistic guy. Put that as the header. Yeah. Anyways, we get to a restaurant because magician's hungry mm-hmm. and we get there and he's eating and i've already eaten it's like two o'clock you know so i'm just like okay like i kind of need to get to work here so hopefully, this is 2 p.m hopefully start filming yeah we started it by 2 p.m okay. or so 
And so I'm like, hopefully get to work here and I can kind of talk, but we're, we're going to talk with them at this lunch thing, figure out what they want. And I, hopefully we can get these tricks on the road. Um, literally, uh, he's doing tricks on a car. <laughs> no, uh, but they kind of, they kind of show me what they're thinking and all their stuff is super, I'm telling you, it should have been a documentary on these guys because they're both of them, their mindsets are like in the nineties as far as like how things are produced and things like that. They're like, we maybe get a like TV spot and like we might get, you know, maybe we can get this video on his website and all this stuff. And it was just very like AOL Yahoo right. type. Archaic media. Yeah, it yeah. was like, we gotta get this thing on like YouTube and like we gotta I'm thinking like you should probably get it on Instagram, stuff like this, and you know, I'm trying to kinda like show them things that, like the types of videos they probably should be making, but they were showing me these like really old magician videos. Yeah. Like late nineties, early nineties. Well, you got to think if, if you're in the magician, it's uh, already a dated sort of thing. Yeah. But I'm saying if you're, if you're in the agent business for a magician, you've made some poor life choices <laughs> to get where you are. That's a, that's a couple too many DUIs <laughs> of a career path. If you ask me personal opinion, but, but uh, anyways, we finally leave the restaurant. Thankfully, after like however long sitting here going through these like videos on his phone and things like that. And so ready to go, we go uh, downtown and anyways, long story short, I filmed this guy doing tricks downtown uh, in front of people. And to be fair, once he is doing tricks, he's a lot less weird. Like he did kind of like, he puts on sort of a thing and he's not as socially awkward. Every time, every time he finishes, he finishes like a really good trick. His agent just goes, goes, he goes, hey guys, not bad for an autistic guy, right? Right? I bet you didn't even know. You guys no. didn't even know he's That's the trick. That's the magic. His autism. Asperger's. That's the magic. That's what makes him so great. <laughs> the, guys, the magician's just sitting there like... He's like, I never... I don't have autism. Um, no, I think his words were more, though, less that he has autism and more he's on the spectrum. Now that I'm remembering. Okay. He would okay. say that a lot. Okay. So it wasn't like he's autistic, but like he's on the spectrum. But aren't we all? We're all on the spectrum, different places on it. Right. Yeah. Other That's what it means to be on the spectrum, one to be in different places. One or the other, you know. I, we're all on the spectrum, yeah. whatever that means. But anyway. Some more than others. <clears throat> and both of them were on it. <laughs> both of them were far on it. Um, Ben's not a doctor, but he will He will stand by I'm that not, I'm not a doctor, but I'm going to say these guys... I got out my spectrum and I was like, yeah, <laughs> he said, I got out the, I got out my, I had, I downloaded the spectrum app and they were on it. <laughs> anyway, continue. He did tricks in front of people in the, in downtown. Yeah. So we, we did a bunch of tricks downtown. And then like, I remember the mayor was downtown at this one restaurant and they were like, we're going to do tricks on the mayor and went up to the mayor and the mayor was like, nah, <laughs> that sounds about right. Is it the current mayor? Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. He didn't want to be in it. He doesn't seem like to have fun. And, in uh, and so Anyways, it was a lot of talking, hanging out, which is why this is probably one of the worst <laughs> freelance because it was just like, I am not getting paid by the hour here. It's like a flat rate. I think I charged, I think I did charge beforehand. I said I didn't. I think it was $600. <laughs> so it wasn't a lot of money. No, it's and, not a lot of money. And this was, now it's like five o'clock or six o'clock and I'm still downtown and like I'm doing stuff and I'm carrying a bunch of equipment. I'm hot and tired. I've been walking around a lot. And so I'm just like, you know, and he's doing different tricks on each person, and and it's also it's also a one camera crew, so it's like tr filming magic is also very hard because obviously you can't show like from his side, like show him like you can't reveal the trick, right? And they don't want to reveal too much of the trick, anyways. You only want to show like parts of it on YouTube or the video or whatever because you want to leave some mystique, and right. it's a lot of heavier on the um 
the reactions of people. Yeah. But then some people weren't reacting much, so I had to be like, amp it up here, you know? Ah. Yeah. Like, let me just get a clip of you. And one guy was like, you want me just to just like, go like this? And I was like, yeah. And he just did it for me. And so, so <laughs> what a guy. Few, yeah, there's a few times that people were just helping me out. But anyways, it starts getting dark and I'm like, okay, maybe I can leave soon. And they're like, no, we actually want to do this like, trick where he's levitating the girl like in this park at night and i'm like okay so it so it's like finally like by this time it's like nine or ten o'clock we're set up in this other or in this park mind you i've been with them since like two o'clock and uh and so is i'm that the oh, same park that i frequent yeah it is that park That's sick and so we're in the middle and there's this like levitation machine thing and they haven't been giving me any like insight really on the tricks either because they don't want to give too much away even to me but i was <laughs> like, like you care <laughs> yeah but then i was like how is this thing gonna work ben's gonna hop on reddit the second he gets home I was and just expose this man yeah i'm gonna be the mass magician or remember that or yeah the guy yeah, that, like, yeah. Show yep, yeah yeah that's me um but anyways i was gonna i was gonna film this guy doing the levitating thing levitating levitating, levitating. <laughs> levitating. <laughs> he just did it right there levitating <laughs> Uh, levitating thing and uh, I was just gonna ask the agent I was like how is this gonna work cause like I know it's not real brother like just right. tell me how this levitating thing actually goes it's down. like he's on the spectrum it's <laughs> not real it can't be real there's no way he can do this with this condition now, he is uh, mentally he's not mentally handicapped he is mentally able yeah he is anyways the guy's like well, he's actually. That's why I learned diversity. Let me training. tell you the secret, and hope this guy's not listening because I'm gonna give it away. He's like, it's in the jacket he's wearing. He's got this thing in the jacket, and he has this special table, right? And there's like inside the jacket is like this handle thing that connects to the table. It's like a bar thing, and it just makes, like slides down. And it makes the thing go up, so the girl looks like she's floating. Okay. And it looks legit, like it does look legit. But the thing is, when he does it live, he always plays music, right? when they do it like for a show yeah and, but I'm filming it for this video and there's no music out there and so you just hear <laughs> of this machine <laughs> going off it's like not magic at all it's just like <laughs> and the girl's going up slowly and back down and stuff and I was like oh my gosh you know and finally we get done with that we do the levitating bit get some good footage I thought they do it like multiple times they want footage from all these different angles of it I'm like okay cool 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 got it got it got it Finally, it's like 10 or 11 p.m. The guy's like, we're about to go over to the, the beach <laughs> and we're going to do some stuff at these bars where people are like real drunk and we're going to get there about 1 a.m. or something like that. And I said... Who is drinking at the beach at 1 a.m.? Or at these bars. It was like midnight, 1 a.m. They were going to go to the like to the island. And I was like, no. I told him, I was like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I, I was like, I think I'm done. And then like after he tried to convince me a few times, I was like, no. I can't like I got some stuff to do tomorrow, so that's that's what you have to say to anybody too. I have stuff to do tomorrow. Yeah, I've got prior engagements. I, I have I, to. I'm getting engaged tomorrow. Yeah, um, I have to look at the back of my eyelids. <laughs> and so I was just like, yeah, I can't. I'm not going to do that. And anyways, after that came the editing of the video. You know, for the next mm. few weeks, I'm editing it, and they're giving me a lot of notes, making things worse, obviously. And so finally, they I get it to where they want it. And it's on Google Drive, right? This is a long story, I understand, but it's good here. Listen, I put it on Google Drive. He swears it's good. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get good somewhere. No, but this part is just funny. I put it on Google Drive, right? 
And the guy down, I'm like, you can download it from Google Drive or whatever, you know, whenever you Isn't want. Isn't that the worst conversation to have with people when it's on, because you know it takes up space on your Google Drive. Right, right, right. And you need them to download it so you can delete it from That's, yours to clear space. This is the exact point that I happens. I can't stand This that. is the point that happens. I put it on Google Drive and I'm like, just download the video, you know, whenever. It's on Google Drive. Uh, like three months later, I'm going through my Google Drive because I have to upload some stuff. I'm like, this giant magic video is in here. So I delete the magic video. You didn't have it backed up, did you? No, I did have it backed up on okay, Drive. Okay. But I delete the magic video from my Google Drive, right? And I go to like do whatever I'm doing at that time. This is like three or four months later. I get a call from the agent. I don't have the video anymore. I'm like, have you been just watching it on Google dude, Drive he's this for entire sure, time? He's just been pulling up a Google Drive link to every single pull, person. Just like, look at this video. That's how they've been marketing it. They never put it on YouTube or it's Facebook or anything. They literally, I guess, had just been showing people the Google Drive They send them the link. And so eventually I just said, Okay, I'll upload it again. I think it's still on my Google Drive. I'm scared to delete it because I think he'll say something again. So it's still there wow. forever. Whatever. But you got paid for it, right? Like $600 way later. So yeah, I have it took a, forever. It was a hard-earned $600. So the last time I really did a freelance thing, um, I uh, here's a pro tip for you. If you're going to do freelance, secure the bag early and often. Do that at the beginning. Secure that baggie. Secure the baggie. Not the, not the paraphernalia, <laughs> but secure that bag because people will... You got to get a deposit. People will screw you over in, in the nicest way possible. Mm-hmm. I one time... Not even the nicest way possible. No, definitely not the nicest way possible. <laughs> uh, the total opposite, actually. Um, what happened to me one time is uh, I was asked to shoot a hype video... Hype! ...for a... Um, sports team at a high school. Now, for people that aren't in the creative field, Mike, what is <laughs> the difference between a hype video and a reel? So a reel would be like you showing off your own work. A hype video is you're showing off other people. So all the type of stuff that they play before the Super Bowl, MLB World Series, where you got these guys that they're they're swinging bats and they got all these cool lights and they got the haze and stuff. That's what a hype video is. And it's just I, some hype music too. It's some sick music. It's some sick beats. It's Fall Out Boy. It's <laughs> it's Fall Out Boy. Light them up, up, up. That Light them up. It could up. be. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, I produced I produced this video. It was for a high school team. But it was only for the for seniors. Um, people were nice. It was no issue and whatever. So anyway, I shot the video. Took a day. Uh, took an afternoon to go up there. Brought some lights. Shot a bunch of B roll. I mean, it looked I mean, not like those lights, but I had like uh, colored lights to kind of like do stuff. I wanted to do haze. I wanted to go in the woods because it's kind of in a rural area. Shot some stuff outside. Mm-hmm. Got a few shots. Um, it was totally put on by the parents of these kids. They wanted a video of like this is their senior season. Like it was before the season started. And it was like this is the senior season. How old were you here? Um, I was in college. Okay, okay. So you're, is, you're late. Yeah. But I had like you're figuring it out. I w- I was not very far into the program. I think this is maybe like two year, two three years ago. You've opened the premiere uh, program. I wasn't in premiere at that point. Uh, this was in iMovie. Mm, yep, yep. That gets to what we're gonna say here in a second. So. <laughs> Anyway, I went and shot this video, <laughs> but the kids, they wanted nothing to do with it. They hated, they did not want to do this thing. It was yeah. all the parents wanted to have a hype video. Don't they were like, look tough. And he's like, mom. That was ugh. literally a half When are we going to go to Subway? And yeah. they were just, they were just over it. <laughs> so spent a whole day shooting, whatever. Well, from the get go, I was asked, do I want to be, do I get paid in full at the beginning or like after? 
And if I've been smart, I would have said, pay me half at the beginning, pay me half when it's done. Okay. Yep. I didn't, I said, just pay me when it's done type thing. So. Because you thought you could trust them. I th- that's the problem. Never trust your clients. Never trust anyone in relationships, like three or, friendships. Like 303 said, don't trust a Never trust a Thanks. Good job. Thanks, Ben. We're just bleeping stuff left and it's right It's not today. a bleep. It's a song. So we, uh, I, I went back and edited it to the best of my ability in iMovie, which was garbage. I sent it back and edit. I was like, hands are clean. Handed it off. Yeah. They were like, um, there's not enough of this. And I was like, okay. So I, they, they, they were like, we don't have game. We, we, we wanted some game footage. Yeah. You got to have game footage. And Duh. I said, well, I don't have any. They're like, uh, come to a game. Yeah, but know. they hadn't started the season yet. Uh-uh. It was before the season. So I said, send me stuff. Well, of course, all the stuff they have is vertical. iPhone footage where it's vertical. So I had to try to do what I could with that. And I, I cropped and did all the stuff. Yeah, sent back another thing. I think I probably went through three or four different edits that I sent to them. Um, and it, it angered some of the moms. Why? Because it, <laughs> they, there wasn't enough of their kid. Uh, some of them is like, there's not enough of my kid. And I'm like, I, I can't help that your kid didn't start last season. Uh, I can't help that he rode the bench every yeah, game. They were like, this kid graduated already. Why is he in this? I was like, I don't, do I any, don't know any of these people. Do you have any footage of my kid sipping Gatorade on the dugout? <laughs> I can. Let's show back up and do another shoot. He's got sour punch straws in the dugout. Um, <laughs> anyway, so they had just kind of gotten, I think they got fed up, and I was getting fed up, and I was like, I'm not going to keep making edits. Yeah. Because they were like, you know how much they were going to pay me? $200. $300. All right. And it was not. Uh, $300 is pretty cool, dude. Yeah. At that time, it was. Yeah. And, and I didn't know. still cool. I would never charge. I would charge at least 1000 minimum for something now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd make it worth my time if I'm gonna take time to do it. So, um, anyway, yeah. If, yeah. if they're like your homies, I charge less. Oh yeah, definitely. But, but if you're you not a homie, these people, uh, kind of. But like you didn't know the kids. I didn't know you. Yeah, I you didn't know. know I mean, it wasn't like you were. I wasn't boys with anybody or anything. Yeah, or like related or anything. So, yeah, yeah that was. I never got paid. Um, they actually ended up you oh this is the big deal there was a certain song that the Braves used in their hype video that they wanted and I was like do you guys don't understand where's this video gonna be shown and they're like on like the school Facebook and like website and I was like yeah I, you can't do that and I'm like why like it's copyrighted you can dude people do it all the time I know but I was trying to save them and they were like but, and I said you know what fine they they gone back and forth with me so much I was like you know what I'll put, I put just it in there it. yeah just do it and uh, they never used the video oh. and they actually took clips from my video and made their own the moms <laughs> made their own video I was like this could have been done from the get go and I could have saved so much time they didn't like did they keep any of the stuff that you shot like the, they the took, actual stuff you shot yeah they took footage I know like you shot stuff you said prior like the stuff that were like the haze and stuff i i did stuff like locker room like all of them like swinging bats and stuff in the yeah, locker room yeah, yeah. um but they didn't like you that not really no but it's moms i mean i i can't it's not the kids fault or anything it's did it look cool i mean for what i was able to do at the time it was all right i would never do it that way again i'd uh, okay. do it totally different and i would have brought a team like i would have brought you or Brandon or somebody you, you else. Didn't have, to, you didn't have a super dark in there with some smoke. I did. I didn't um, have haze in there on some. I didn't bring a hazer. 
Uh, that's one of my ideas was to do a hazer, but I didn't have. Dude, it's like you have so many great ideas, and the second you get there to shoot, you're like, oh, well, this immediately sucks because I don't have any of the resources to make this look good. Yeah. And I was shooting on my Canon like T3i or something. Yeah, keys. Yeah, no good. Low light, probably. Yeah, trash. But yeah, that was that was a pretty terrible experience right there. That you know, I have a lot of emotional scars in my life. That that's one of them. That leads to them. I, I've just gotten calls from that magician's agent like multiple times since then for stuff and me just being like, no. And then one time I got another guy to do a video project that he wanted to do and I was just like, sorry, sucker. I'm so sorry, yeah, man. Like, I'm hand it off. Yeah, just hand it straight off. Yeah. And he's always, the agent's always like, come out on the boat with me and my pals or whatever. And I'm just always like, I don't, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Not the sea biscuit, it's the sea spectrum. <laughs> it's the name of the boat. It's the name of the boat. That's the name of the boat. Too many spectrum jokes, oh. I think. <laughs> All right, and that's how we're gonna close it out tonight. Oh man, we're we're Good at about up. we're 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 closing in here. So, well, I mean, that was like half the episode was me just explaining that stupid magician story. Yeah, I know. Sorry. So I'm if you if you're down. still awake listening <laughs> to what we recorded, we're glad that you've made it this far. I'm kind of rambling on that. My bad, guys. Um, yeah, man, it's been I hadn't seen you in a while, so yeah. You're too busy off living your life being, like, happy and stuff, which is... I'm not. Good for you. You just never invite me to anything. Yeah, because you're usually with your girlfriend doing stuff. Like, three times a week. Well, those are the times that I go out and do things. Nah, man. If you told me you want to hang out, I'd say... I'd tell her to get a life. No, you no, wouldn't. I wouldn't. You simp. I wouldn't do that, darling, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I'm so sorry. I said that. I didn't mean that. Yeah, later I'm going to be in the doghouse for this. I listened to the podcast. I listened all the way to the end. Oh, now you're making her sound like the villain. Oh, That's yeah. Not gonna... She doesn't sound like that. She doesn't sound like that. <laughs> she won't appreciate that. No, she's very don't sweet. Don't use this. Don't she's use very, this as a... Don't say it. She's don't, very sweet and don't, kind. Oh, there it is. Don't use this as a platform to, to make yourself look and better. And actually, there's something I'd like to <laughs> That'd be oh, crazy. I'd be like, that'd be crazy. That'd be a crazy dude. proposal. It's like, did you yeah. listen to the last episode of the podcast? Like, no, I haven't listened to it yet. I'm like, you have to listen to it. <laughs> you I've have to a, listen all the way to the end. I've got a lot writing on this. You have to listen to the last episode of the podcast. <laughs> hey, speaking of, oh. let's wrap that. As as we wrap this up, because I I did find a song that I want to do. Nice. Um, Noise. Uh, you know this. You know this whole thing. I think maybe it's just me being a man. Mm. But you know this whole like bull crap thing about if you buy an engagement ring it's gotta be like like three months, three months salary. salary dude that's a lot of money that's boat dude what if you but hold on what when, if you're making a bunch of money when you work in video that's like five hundred dollars yeah yeah that's not true it's not true but still that's way too much money in my opinion yeah. three months salary yeah that's that's all expensive ring. Even for like a job that's not even, you're not even making that much money. I felt right. expensive. That's yeah. like six grand for some people at like minimum wage. Well, that's when you have to, your lady has to have like a ring in her family. Yeah. They already have. Right. Or you make one. Yeah, you make one. From the heart. I'm going to make one. Not from a physical heart, but like, you know, it's an emotional. Dave, I made this one. I have an SD card. It was my favorite SD card and I destroyed it. <laughs> Instead of a diamond, it's the SD <laughs> It's like the the bronze part of the SD card just kind of curved. And it, what is this? It was a broken eighteen to fifty five kit lens on the T three I that I. But smashed. I rebuilt it for you. 
the focus ring is now your ring <laughs> forever <laughs> pretty cool i, I busted 18 to 55 lens one time a girl knocked into me and i dropped it on the ground nice yeah when was that i was working for the baseball team is that oh. at a game no but it was just the kit lens so i was like man eh. you can pay you know how much you can get those for on mpb not a sponsor 20 bucks it's like 30 bucks yeah bro I was on e let me know if you guys are actually like videographers listening to this if you bought like a bunch of equipment off eBay cuz I I have bought a camera off eBay before and no qualms there but like I've been looking at lenses on eBay and like I can get some Didn't you buy your C200 stuff. off eBay? C100. C100. Give me Sorry, break. I forgot you're poor. Yeah. No, I bought the C100 off eBay. I'm trying to think about the Black Magic where I bought the Black Magic. Which Ben doesn't even use anymore. His C100. Uh, well, I can't use it because it doesn't turn on anymore. Exactly. I just haven't gotten it fixed, but yeah. Um, it, C100, if you guys are out there and you want to be a videographer, you want to start off, it is such a good camera. Such a good camera. Now it's getting a little outdated just by sheer nature of like the world of 4K, but man, it's just a solid camera. So ergonomically it looks, the foot. It looks very, very, very good. Yeah, it was Super 35 sensor, I think, on, on it. Whenever I, you know, have some money in the bank account, I'm going to have to buy me a, C, a C5. Have you seen them C5s? C5? Yeah. A C500? No, just a C5. I was about to say C500. All right, no, no, is it an R? Maybe it's an R5. R5. Uh, there is a C. There is a, there's a C5. No, oh, sorry. It's an R5C. It's an R5 Cinema. The one that I have at work is an R6, and it's good too. No, the R, it's an R, R5 is like $3,500 mm. brand new kit for the body. Mm. And it is 8K. Dude, the C. It's creamy. Have you, sick. have you looked at C70s though? They are also quite sick. Isn't that the one that's like the Black Magic, like comparable? Yeah, it's that, like pretty much the same, except it's like Canon. It's got the RF mount. Right. And then Sony has what the FX3. I was so I was is, so leaning towards getting a C70, but once I figured out that it had the RF mount, I was like, Ugh, I have to get all new lenses or buy a thing, and I just didn't. If you're already in the it Sony, was, it's, a, it's an expensive body, by the way. C70 is. body is like fifty five hundred dollars. If you're if you're already in the um, if you're already in the Sony family, the FX3, I think it's FX3. It's um that one is uh, Netflix approved. My Black Magic's Netflix approved. Is it the six K? Huh. Yeah. That six K has some. I'm telling. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be honest, man. That last video you shot, the the one that got like no views at work. But that wasn't with the Black Magic. What was that on? That was on the R six. Wow. That was a, that was some great looking footage. And I shot it in log though, C log three. And you graded it though. I did grade it. It looked really nice. Yeah. Thank you. I'm not trying to like. <laughs> I'm not trying to be that guy. Yeah, I typically don't shoot with C log, and I was like, I'm just gonna mess around with log footage. Is it for this video for just well, kicks? Well, it turned out great. Yeah, didn't I mean, get any views. Yeah, you're shooting 4K. I'm telling you right now, I'm getting into the vertical video space a lot more because that's what does well. And I'm realizing you're shooting 4K, and I'm shooting stuff sometimes in vertical now too. Just shooting the whole thing, like actually vertical. You can do some cool stuff with it, and I'm really getting into just like also scaling in like a lot of shots too. And I I like faked a trombone shot essentially on that video because I was moving. Uh, out with my camera, but then I scaled in in Premiere. Yeah, and so you get that cool trombone effect without like, uh, ha without having a dolly or anything. Right, like the uh, like the scene in uh, Jaws. It's a nice trombone shot. Yeah, but that's so, I mean, with a dolly and. But I mean, it, you can get something similar with just moving your camera back and with scaling. You know, in Premiere, it's 
Maybe not quite the same, but it looks pretty good. Yeah. So, I don't know. Try that out, videographers, if you haven't done it. And also, you- scaling up just like in your vertical. If you had the, I had little quick clips on this last video I made where it was like one second clips and I scaled up each one to 10. And so it looks like they're just flying at you as they're coming by. It's really cool effect. When, who do you think is going to be the first company to go make a vertical cinema camera? A vertical cinema camera? Yeah. Is that even something that's been talked about? I, I've, I've seen some creators bring up <clears throat> some reasons for it. Since you're shooting so much vertical content. Yeah. Instead of sh- turning, I mean, the cheap way, obviously, is just to turn it to your side. Or if you have something but with something like the with the R6, I can do it easy. But with the Black Magic, it's really tough. That Black Magic is probably one of the worst like ergonomic designs. It isn't good. It's, it's not bad. easy to handle. Which is unfortunate because of how good it looks. Oh, it looks great. But like shooting a full wedding day, yeah, because like digging into your hand, yeah, it doesn't feel the best. Um, but I do love the camera. But yeah, I wish it was built a little more like the C100 had with just like the little hand slot on yep. the side. It's so nice to have that little hand thing. You don't have a cage for your 6 I do have a cage for the Black Magic. You can put a handle on it. I, I do. I have one that I can attach to okay. it. I don't do it all the time, but I do have a handle that I can attach to it. But the problem is it's the handle, I think, is on the side of like where I typically would focus. And the way they build those things is like the, the where they put all that crap, it gets in the way of like HDMI outs or any of those things. The plus about hey. weighing weighing the black magic we're getting into some real camera talk now. Yeah, now the, we're we we've zoomed the, past by past well, the ending. The, the um the the re the way that, that black magic six K is actually good though is weighing it down or the way to make it better is to weigh it down with all this stuff. Is there no in body Because <laughs> there's no yeah there's no in body stabilization on the black magic. So I have to pretty much if I'm handheld I need to use lenses that have internal stabilization or image stabilization sorry um the lenses need to have is and i have a few that don't and it's just like oh it doesn't look good but i have to like really like shoot slow-mo or warp you're, you're, the the rawness of your lack of ability really gets put on display when you have a when you're using a lens and a camera that does not have in-body stabilization <laughs> nothing makes you reconsider your entire <laughs> life choices up to that point you just have to go shoot everything on sticks when you're shooting something at like i shoot some like 85 millimeters and you're just like your arms are going everywhere yeah you gotta have the tripod or something but i mean i hate using a tripod and carrying it around so maybe i need to just monopod it up now but i mean you can make do and like i said once you weigh down the camera with like all the attachments and stuff it's really not that bad um but yeah i really want lenses that have image stabilization and you just gotta I, hit and I really the gym. only have one good lens that has image stabilization so i need to invest in a few more you just gotta hit the gym like like ben does yeah i mean your arms are that ronin you don't need a ronin. exactly you need yeah. three points of contact too one two get a th- strap thing on your neck dude i've thought about getting one of those things that comes over your head that'd Hook, be sick hooks in they got one at the school you can rent i mean i think it would be good if you were shooting a wedding because it's like all day long <laughs> Hey, but don't mind me, super guys. Super distracting. <laughs> but people would don't probably res- people would probably respect you. They'd be like, "Oh, this guy's like, like this guy knows what he's doing." And then you see the this, final product, yeah, and it looks footage. like trash. All of it's out of focus. Another thing about Black Magic, no autofocus. Yeah, that's a it's it's that's why I like the C five or the R five. I keep saying C five. Well, how often do you use autofocus in video? Every day. Uh, um, every day, dude. <laughs> Every day, this guy is uh, now. Now this guy should just return his degree back to the college. Oh my it, god! Tr- it's not worth anything, so they wouldn't want it back. Um, 
Try focus peaking one time. Focus assist, bro. I have that. I do have that. I have that too. I mean, I only use autofocus when it's like going to be one person maybe doing stuff and I'm moving a lot because the autofocus on the R6 and stuff when I'm using it and there's like multiple people or multiple things coming on, it might focus on something else. Yeah, but the R6 has like 45 points of like it's like dual pixel, right? Mine's dual pixel, so it's got like yeah. it's it's good. Yeah, it's not it's like good. the old system that Canon had. It's good, but what if somebody walks in front of the frame or something? Okay, listen. Or if I, there's two, what about two people on like on camera? I'm, I use hey Cooper. I use um, I use autofocus a lot because we're so run and gun on like hey we need to hurry and get the shot for social media type thing. Yeah. If I'm shooting like a what legit, I'm not talking about photos though. Photos autofocus all yeah, day. Yeah, no. I'm saying like for. Even like video stuff, like oh, we gotta shoot this quick clip, you know, whatever. I'm about, about falling away from like. I'm just scared to depend. I'm just scared to depend on autofocus too hey, much. Can you tell your dog to stop biting me? Cooper, stop biting him. Cooper, stop biting him. Stop biting him for five seconds. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I'm just scared to rely on autofocus too much in certain situations because then what if the autofocus screws up and it's going in and out? In well, and what out I'll do is I'll five seconds I, if I sit down and shoot like more cinematic looking stuff. Yeah, I'll set autofocus get it locked in take it once i get it set on someone's face or eyes or whatever i'll take it off autofocus and then peaking kicks on so i can monitor with peaking too and fine tune it yeah and you can also zoom in i'm pretty sure you can crop in before on the image um you don't do the classic zoom in focus zoom out you can i mean when i was when i took sports production you had to do we had to set front and back focus which was awful front and you have to do that back focus yeah there's a front focus and a back focus on those cameras yeah hmm. which ridiculous but but if you if you're if you're an autofocus like for like one person yeah it's great but if you're shooting like 1.8 or something it's 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 tough. It's, it's tough yeah at 1.8 like we shoot this on this is 2.8 mm. and it's an autofocus is it because i switched it out earlier no i put it back on okay. <laughs> i saw that I, I saw it the square is on your face but I, I think there's also a square on my face okay. too yeah Nice. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, anyway, we got into some real deep cut stuff. Yeah, we... we, we well, let us know if you guys would rather us talk about deep cut stuff more. We could do that more. Yeah, we can your, just, your like... talk. We're, you know, we're pretty much at your beck and call, so we'll do whatever. Michael will say he's not the best videographer, but he's a big gearhead. So you are, you are really more into gear than I am. Not as much as I used to be. I'm not, I've kind of yeah, taken... You a, always hate on yourself, but you are big on gear. Yeah. But, because you're, because I can't afford it, but it's I can I can like look at it. You're big. You're not big on camera gear lately. You used to be so into it. Not not a ton. It's like, just not and music gear. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm in more. Ed, yeah, music gear for a long time. I'm I've been more into editing, like so figure out some editing some type computer stuff. Computer gear now. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit because I'm I'm to buy a new computer here pretty soon. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Well, eventually. But. Yeah, and I'm really into money. In finance right now, <laughs> I'm into money. I'm into money. I'm into making money, being um, rich. So I haven't getting girls. Yeah, all the above, man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. You got any final thoughts before we <sighs> we get out of here? All I gotta say appropriate is, thoughts that. Oh yeah, okay. All I gotta say is, if you're out there, you have skills. You've got some minor equipment. Or major equipment. 
major start, key and minor key. Start freelancing yourself yourself out. Start make a Facebook post and say, "Hey, I'm down to do some photo shoots with some friends just to try this little camera I bought out." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But no, I really I really do support people to do that. I think you should. And I think if you have some good video skills, start doling out and don't be afraid in the beginning i say hey if you're starting into the freelance stuff or video or graphic design or photography or whatever you want to do start low start your prices low don't go too heavy at first get your portfolio built up with some good examples you can show people and then crank the prices way up when you see like comparable work to your own what people are charging right figure out and then be like okay i think i'm worth here and yeah and do it don't get taken advantage of Make people make deposits. Yep. Make contracts. You you got a life and a business that you got to focus on. So you're not just yeah. It's people don't you have you lot. have a skill. You have a rarity. They can't do what you do. Remember that. So I definitely they can't do what they you can't do. do what you do. And you I mean you can do it the way you want to do it. But I mean at the end of the, day, the clients always right. I guess if they have certain things they want to change. No, but, it's a stupid idea. Yeah, I mean they're not always right, but you do have to obey them. Um, but you can also say, "Hey, I'll do two revisions." Yeah, make a con- have contracts. We we'll talk on another episode about contracts. contracts. Yeah, I've started making some for wedding stuff that I've done, but I kind of hate doing them. But make one good one. I used to just make a new one pretty much every time. Now I have like one good one. Now I can just fill it in. Yeah, you know, let them fill it in, and boom. It's actually on his Google Drive. He can't actually. <laughs> he can't Google upload Drive. it because he has a video sitting on there from a magician. <laughs> That's the problem. That when I say you wanted the contract, they're like, uh, yeah, and I just send, uh, I send the, the Google Drive <laughs> to the. They're like, why'd you send me a magician video? This is <laughs> oh, not oh, what we oh, agreed oh, on. Oh, 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 oh. oh my gosh! All right, gonna load my shotgun. It's been a good episode, I, y'all. This is Luke Bryan. Man, I really, I'm really debating if I should put like the song I was gonna put, or if I should do that Luke, Luke Bryan song. Dude, put Country Girl Shake It for me at the end. All right, step. let's let's we'll spice it up here. Let's let Lukey Luke. Let's make sure that's the name of the song. Isn't it Country Girl Shake It for me? I think it's no, not Luke Combs. Luke Combs is good too. Luke Combs. Luke, Bryan. Luke doesn't comb his Country hair. Girl parentheses Shake It for Me by the immaculate incomparable and incomparable mm, Luke Bryan. Lucas Tate Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, All right. Thanks for uh, listening, and we will see you, you made it next far. time. Yep. <laughs> Adios. Later. Shake it for the birds, shake it for the bees, shake it for the catfish swimming down deep in the creek, for the crickets and the critters and the squirrels. Shake it to the moon, shake it for the girl. All country girls, shake it for me, girl. Shake it for me.